0: The first two game weeks of FPL have taught us a lot. There are a lot of you considering activating your wildcard, making unlimited changes to your squad. So today I'm showing you a game week three wildcard draft. What is up everyone? FPL Harry here. Today we are having a look at a game week three wildcard draft, how I would be setting up if I was going to activate my wildcard going into game week three. Spoiler, I'm not, but a lot of you are considering it, hence this video is here to help you. Before we dive in, 1,000 likes on the video, subscribe if you are new around here as well. We're going to try and hit 76,000 before the game week three deadline. Just a sort of note, this is a wildcard draft for game week three. I personally don't think it is the right time. There have been a reasonable amount of things we've learned in game weeks one and game week two. But if you look at a lot of the fixtures like that Manchester United fixture against Nottingham Forest and the Arsenal fixture against Fulham in game week three, I do think it's worth waiting until game week four if you do want to play an early wild card, Giving your Manchester United assets, giving your Arsenal midfielders one extra week given the fixture that they do have. Then when they actually play each other in game week four, activating your wild card going into that week and then selling your assets there. But here is the draft. Personally, I would wait a week if you are considering an early wildcard. In goal, we do have Turner. He does stay as my favourite 4.0. You could go with Ariola, but it doesn't necessarily look like Nottingham Forest are going to sign another keeper. I've been quite impressed with them during the start of the season with them defensively it could be Ariola at the same price but west ham and fabianski there could be rotation there i still think i would go with Turner. and now i have i cannot believe it but i've gone with edison as my first choice goalkeeper manchester city have kept two clean sheets so far this season one of the things going into pre-season that i actually got wrong i didn't think they'd keep as many clean sheets early on potentially because of how they ended last season but 5.5 he is the most nailed route into that Manchester City defence. The likes of Akanji Gvadio are playing in their defence at the moment at a cheaper price, but I'm not set on them being nailed going into the remainder of the season. And when they do have Champions League, I think that'll be a headache. And if you are wildcarding, I would go with the most nailed options. And there are some great defensive picks. Now, moving into defence, despite the poor performance in game week two, Chihuahua does remain. He has gone up in price to 5.7, but you can't afford this even if you only have 100 million to spend. 5.7 for million and given the opening fixtures that they do have, including, of course, Luton at home in game week three, Chewell stays. I have opted for a Arsenal defender. Still, Saliba has looked really promising, of course, picking up a couple of bonus points in game week two as well. He is in there. He can rotate in and out of your defense depending on the fixtures. But I do think it's worth sticking with him. Of course, we are going to stick with Pervis Estupinan, 5.2 million for him. The attacking threat, even with the difficult fixtures, I think it is worth the money to keep him. I don't see a lot of other defenders that I think will outscore him over the course of the whole season. So that means that he is a lock in this wild card. Then we have a choice of those cheap defenders. I've gone with Rico Henry. You could go with Botman, but their fixtures are not great until about game week six or so. You could also go with Udogi at Spurs and him versus Henry is very, very close. I have Udogi in my draft from game week one. Henry has looked really, really strong though. So I've gone with him. He has gone up to 4.6, but if you want to go with Udogi at Spurs, you can go there. Both have good clean sheet potential. Both have good attacking threat as well. There's not much to choose between them. And the 4.0, we have gone with is Kabore of Luton Town. Again, the fixtures are not great. They do have one good fixture in the next few at Wolves at home where you might want to start him, where there is a difficult fixture for the likes of Saliba and a Stupinan in the same week. So you could sub Kabore in for just that one week. But that is the defence. Moving into midfield, things look a little bit different. We have gone with Odegaard for our Arsenal midfielder. Now, We don't necessarily know he's going to keep penalties, but he did, of course, take the penalty in game week two. If you fancy Saka, I do think it's worth keeping one Arsenal midfielder in your draft because of how good their fixtures do look. I favoured going with Odegaard just, of course, because he took that penalty. Saka's underlying data is not that great. Martinelli was taken off early, so I have favoured moving for Odegaard. I have also kept one Manchester United midfielder in Bruno Fernandes. They are top for expected chances created so far this season and have only scored one goal. 4.6 4.6 expected goals and one goal scored. Bruno Fernandes has been so focal in that. He has had chances, he's created chances. He should have got some attacking return. So I am keeping him. If you're going to wild card as well, they do of course have Nottingham Forest this week. You want a piece of that Manchester United pie. And then we have three mid Price midfielders. I've gone with Ezé, Matoma, and Brian and in this. You only need to necessarily start two of them every week, but you can rotate them in and out of your team depending on the fixture they have. Ezé might drop in price, so be careful. Don't own him until later on in the deadline. Bring in, him, bring him in once he does drop in price. Matoma has risen in price. The fixtures are mixed, so you again can rotate him. And Brian and Bueno looks so so good. I just think all of them offer such good value that at their prices. I find it really hard to drop any of them. Now, Eze and Crystal Palace have been mixed, but they have started with some difficult fixtures. So I do still think that it is worth giving him a punt at the price that he is at. With the money that you save with going with those three mid-price mids you have the money to go up front and spend all the money that you have there so harland watkins and jackson is your front three i do think it's worth keeping hold of watkins it is worth taking a punt on jackson given the fixtures and of course erling harland is erling harland he is not going to go anywhere i spoke about jackson in my five players to buy video if you haven't watched that Make sure you go and check that out as well I discuss in a lot more detail about why I want to own him. But he is getting chances. Hopefully he can finish them with the fixtures that they have coming up. Now, you're probably thinking, Harry, this gives you a real benching headache. But looking at the fixtures they have in game week three, you'd bench Turner, you'd bench Rico Henry, and you'd bench Kabore. And then looking at the midfield, looking at the attack, you'd probably bench Eze away at Brentford. Then you can bring him in next week when Watkins does go away to Liverpool. And Eze... Mbuemo and Watkins rotate really nicely over the next few game weeks so it does well it does work even though the bench looks pretty strong if you are building this squad there is not that many premium assets that I think are worth owning at the moment so if you don't want to have such a strong bench you could just downgrade SA to a 4.5 and just leave the money in the bank for when there is an asset give yourself the flexibility but right now you can build such a strong squad and if I was wildcarding, I would look something like this I think so let me know what you think about this wildcard. What would you change? What would you include? Would you have more or less Manchester United and Arsenal? Let me know what you think. The only big one I think not in here that people will want is Phil Foden. I just don't necessarily see a place that i want him in my midfield i do think when champions league starts there will be rotation in the manchester city team now you might get a couple of game weeks out of him but then it might become an issue if you do want to start with phil foden over bruno fernandez or over martin odegaard i have absolutely no problems with that but i do think the fixtures for them this week are really nice and i have favored that just because i'm not 100 nailed on the minutes for phil foden this week and over the next few phil foden is a great asset but is pretty close between those three. So let me know what you think, drop any questions you have about wildcard, about your team Adrenal in, in the comment section down below. Let me know what you think. Smash that like button. Of course, we're gonna try and hit 1,000 likes on the video as always. There will be a team section video as well and a deadline stream before the game week three deadline to get all of your questions answered as well. Thank you all so much for watching and I'll be back again very soon.